here we go. Finally, online. Sorry about the uh, the lateness, people. I put a picture of Gabby Martinelli up because I didn't have time to upload any pictures. But we are amazing. We are undefeated. We are headed for 114 points. I don't even know if anyone can hear me because my computer's all messed up. But that is pretty typical of the podcast that we call The Gooners Pod. Once upon a time, way back when there were only 9,000 Arsenal podcasts, Five young men from various backgrounds. An Irish kid with a horrible haircut. A young Jewish nerd who hadn't discovered food yet. A child from Hemel Hempstead who didn't want to be English no more. A handsome advertising magnate with impeccable judgment. And a young Mexican AC Milan fan. Hatched a plan to take over the world of Arsenal podcasts. But then these boys became men. Jared, Mikey, Ewan, Magic, and Andy. And the rest, my friends, is history. And now, all these years later, you tune in every so often to hear their incredible takes, their football knowledge, and their sensual advice. But now... It's gone too far. You, our fans, are at long last witness to season... Seven. 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 Welcome to the Gooners Pod. Are we here, Aston? I think we are here, and we are top of the league. We are top of the league. Say we are top of the league to tomorrow, but maybe after that. Um, bro, you – okay. First of all, this is non-Arsenal, but you are witnessing literally minutes six and seven of me being an empty nester. I, 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 I walked through the door with the internet cable in my hand, went upstairs, got my laptop, and here we are. Um, I, I'm sunless I mean, he's, he's not even my son anymore, apparently. Well, much like much like Arsenal, you are now entering a new chapter in your life. And, you know, I hope you m- many, many long, happy nights alone, even though I know that you're really going to miss them. I think that you've, you've done really well. You're just acting like my wife doesn't exist, right? Now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. She's, she's gone. She's gone. It was always you and your son. Yeah. I mean, you know, she was just there to like, <laughs> you know. To, 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 to raise to, him and I'm trying take to think of something him. that doesn't end up sounding like 1950s Archie Bunker, but like, <laughs> but yeah, no, uh, if it was 1950s Archie Bunker, I wouldn't be on the podcast. <laughs> you no, know, that, well, that's true. That, that, that is true. No, you would be, but that, but, but, but I'd be saying a bunch of inappropriate stuff to you, not realizing that it was inappropriate. And I'd be saying, yes, sir. Yes, exactly. So, anyway, enough about that. Moving forward, um, we are amazing. Um, Ar- Arsenal's also good. Um, and, uh, so, uh, so yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for being late and all that stuff, but better late than never. And that applies to Arsenal's resurgence. Uh, if you've had the patience, if you didn't leave Arsenal, as many people threatened to do over the last, you know, three or four years, if your standards are finally being met, uh, or on their way to being met, we welcome you and anyone else to this podcast who would like to have their say positive, negative, or neutral about anything that you want. I have no script tonight because I literally just drove home two hours and decided I wanted to talk about the game. So let's bring somebody on and we will start 
with Andy going from right to left on our screen, although that means nothing to anybody else but me because I'm the only one that can Come see on, it. Lewis. We're going to start from Andy. We're going to start with Andy. We're going from baldest to most haired. Uh, so you know who's next, Scott. Um, but uh, Andy, how are you feeling right now? All right, Mikey, just first of all. Hi, Aston. Nice to meet you, mate. Hey, how you doing? I'm okay, mate. I'm okay. It's remind me where you're uh, remind me where you're uh, where you're connecting from. Uh Barnet. Barnet, yeah. Hertfordshire. All right, that's right. And the, yeah. and the only one with a good Barnet here is actually Aston. But uh Yeah, yeah, this is so, true. Yeah. Um, so, so Andy, after that performance, you saw us go three 0 up. Some people would call us city like. I mean, Carragher, I remember in the uh first game said he he he's now seeing an arsenal that dominates like city. How did that game make you feel and what does it make you think about this project? Well, especially I just want to wish um your son, Mickey, lots of mazel tov, and, and hopefully his next journey, mate. Wish him all Thank the best. Uh, well, he's yeah. he's going to have a great time. I'm, I'm hamming this up for sympathy as much as I can. I'll be all right. Last night I was actually a little more upset than I thought I'd be, uh, but I'm good. I'm good. Because yeah. you know, it's all about me. He's, he's a, the he's one going off to university, but it's all about me. He's away from you anyway. That's the main thing. Anyway, um, what I was going to say, yes, Aston, sorry. Um, how do you make me feel? I thought the first half we were just, I thought the football we were playing was just one touch. It was just phenomenal. I thought we played, it was just amazing to watch them. Um, I thought, you know, watching Jesus, he's just, he's just like, he, he just glides, doesn't he? He just, I mean, that first goal was just pure sex, wasn't it? Really? <laughs> I mean, he, he, he doesn't even get the assist. But it no. was all his goal. Oh, like, it's just phenomenal watching him. It's, you know, it's such a it's such a pleasure having someone with a bit of brain up front now. You know, that knows and, and, and fights for the team. And not only you know, he's not just a centre forward. He's doing he's doing that. He's doing so much now. Um, listen, it's three games gone. Bournemouth were very poor, um, but you know, you got to be what's in front of you. Um, I thought I thought the Saliba goal was just. With Rolls Royce, I mean, um, <laughs> it was just uh, incredible, you know, for a centre half to hit a ball like that. It was uh, it reminded me the, the, the speed it came off his feet, which was intentional and perfect, didn't seem to match the way he swung his leg, which is what which was what'll screw up a, a goalkeeper. Like like, I thought that ball was going wide and high, yeah, like yeah, a, you yeah. know, like a Thomas Partey shot, and it, and it just curled and kissed off the post. I mean, oh. Was, yeah, uh, was, I mean, Zinchenko couldn't believe it. Did you see him? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was—he was just completely astonished by it. Well, it was—it was a phenomenal goal, you know. Uh, he caught it so well, and and listen, it was—it 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 was, it was a great first half. I think they took the they took the foot off the pedal a little bit in the second half, but Bournemouth were just very poor. Um, listen, we we got to you know we got to only hope now good things are gonna gonna. You know, this season, let's just hope that, no fingers crossed, that things are going to be, we're going to be on the up. You know, I mean, I've watched all the, um, all the, uh, all or nothing. And he seems, he seems phenomenal, Arteta. You know, he reminds me so much of, I think, of George Graham. He's just got the George Graham instinct in him. You know, he, 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 he's not taking any prisoners. I think, you know, um, I think his, his whole... His whole thing with the team is, you know, he's got him so focused. In, you know, I know it was all the cameras were there, but he seems to have him so focused on, on things, you know. And, you know, he sits with the players and training. He sits on the pitch with them. He talks to them, you know, and it's it's nice to see, you know. And um, it, let's hope we get some, one more, one or two more signings, hopefully, fingers crossed. 
Yeah, and we saw in the uh, post-match interview, um, I think there's a little echo there. There we go. Uh, we saw in the post-match interview, I think they went up to uh, they went up to Arteta and they said, like, you know, that first 45 minutes, is that, like, as close to perfection as, as you can be? Is, was that perfect football? And Arteta turned and said, no. There were tons of things that we still have to make up for. You know, he really seems to get it. And to be on, to be fair with him, whether or not it's been on the pitch the entire time, I think he's always kind of had that air about him, that kind yeah. of like, he's got it. You know what I mean? It, it, well, even when he was a player, he was, he was always focused on winning, wasn't he? He had that, you know, he was very direct with the way he wanted to play. Um, I think he had that, he was always very concentrated with Wenger all the time. He was always very involved with Wenger, you know, he wanted to learn with him. So, yeah, he's clearly he's, he's clearly got the, the, the initiative there. And, um, and and also having the backroom staff with him, you know, listen, let's not get above ourselves. It's nice to be top. And I'm, I'm I'm loving it, especially when I watched it with a load of Spurs supporters today as well. They they came they came to watch it after they after they narrowly um, they flipped another result. Um, but yeah, it was it was it was it was just nice to watch. I thought that the, the football was good. Sinchenko and, and Jesus have added so much to this team. I think they're they're, they're another one. Yeah, it, you can see that the, the, the ideas they got. Sinchenko is so clever the way he, he thinks about the football. He's always that much. In front of the, you know, you know, when he's when he's trying to, you know, when he's defending, he's so clever with his defending. You know, where that leaves Tierney, I don't know. I mean, who knows? It's it's good to have competition. It, it is, and, and there's enough games that that, that Tierney won't. Uh, all right, I've just found out where the echo is coming from. Uh, there, there's enough games that Tierney will get to play. I mean, I'm yeah. not, I'm just not worried about that because you know him, Tierney, and uh, or Zinchenko, Tierney, and Jaka can almost share. I mean, Tierney won't play where Xhaka does and, and vice versa, I hope. But, you know, Zinchenko can essentially, not that he'll be able to play three games every single week, but yeah. he can he can move around. I, I just want to call back to your comment about, about George Graham because I think everyone expected Mikel Arteta, if he was going to resemble anybody, if he was going to show the signs of being anyone, it would have been Arsene Wenger, the man who he, you know, who he learned from once he came to Arsenal, who, um, you know, who he kind of sounds like when he gives interviews and, and his, you know, his public persona, but the way he's building this team and the, and the strategies that he's using, I mean, I, I feel like it's 1987 all over again when he came in uh, right down to the kind of the, you know, the, the cup success or, or near cup success that George Graham had. And this year might be your 88, 89. Yeah, uh, not. where you know where everyone knows that we're better, but could we really compete for the title against this mono? You know, just this team that everyone thinks is unbeatable. You never know. So far, so good, though. I, I, I still can't. Still, sorry, Aston. I still can't get my head around the fact that that Pep let Sinchenko and Jesus go. It's almost like. It's something there. I don't know. It all seems very odd that he's let him go. Both of those players are both great players. It's almost like it's something brewing. I don't know. You know, it makes you think. What? What? You know, did they have some sort of? Uh, is there? Have they? Have they discussed something that's going to be? I, I don't know. But um, well, um, City and become uh, Arteta's yeah, yeah. assistant coach. Yeah. <laughs> become Arteta's assistant. Yeah. Do you think they sell those two players to any other Premier League team? Uh, I mean, would, would they have sold? I mean, obviously they sold Sterling to Chelsea, but I mean, would they? So I guess that's kind of a dumb question because I think that they probably would have, but you can't, 
you can't mistake the the fact that they went to a team where they were already playing for the coach a couple seasons ago. Absolutely. And I think what's interesting too, is it's those players. It's not like we, you know, all listen, city's got a great squad. I think most of us would agree. We would take most of their players, but it seems like Edu and um, Arteta came in with like a real scalpel, real surgical precision, knowing exactly what they want. Now we know why we didn't get a striker in January. They wanted Jesus back then. They said we well, were going to they, they, they would have, I think, pulled the trigger on Vlahovic had he shown any yeah. interest in coming. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Vlahovic such a different kind of striker than, than yeah. Gabi Jesus that I almost think we might have regretted it. Not yeah, regret. Right. I mean, he would have been fine, but I don't know that Vlahovic makes four players around him instantly twice as good as they were before. And, and Jesus yeah. is doing that. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely. I, I think that you know having the option of Jesus is is um he's such an he's just an all round player. I just you know he, he's he's not just a, a goal poacher. He's there. He's helping others. You know, and I think he's lifted the whole squad. And I think that's you know when you get these players in of you know of, of ilk, that's what lifts the squad. The squad start looking up to those players, and and and, and that's the exciting thing about it. Um, yeah, no, it's all, it is really it's uh, all systems go at the moment. It's well, Andy, before, Andy, before we let before we let you go, I just want to give a shout out to the uh, to the chat. We've got Goon, uh, Goon Gang. I, Ian is actually uh, in the in the red room, getting ready to go. Uh, Daniel Robert is in the house. Lynn Simpson's in the house. Lynn, I want to know what you mean by because uh, I didn't get to see this. Zinchenko being upset when they were singing his song. Do you mean emotional and and like and crying or or like physically upset that they were singing? I, I, I can't imagine it's the latter. Um, Rancid Pumpkin is in here. I know uh, I saw him in the uh, in the squatty chat while I was driving home. Uh, who else we got? Uh, we have Danny the GFP. We've got uh, Craig Thornburg's in the house from Fort Lauderdale. Arnie from Iceland in the middle of a volcano. Big up Craig, by the way. What'd you say? Big up Craig. See you, Craig. Yeah, uh, yeah. Craig's in the house. Darren Reeds, Bob uh, Chakrabadi, who I'll be seeing next weekend. Or two weeks, well, either next weekend or two weeks from now, or both. Mask Gunner, uh, time to unmask and come into the open mic, my friend. Uh, hijack, <laughs> high tech J, Melvin Marks in the house. Uh, see him next week. Daniel Shaw, uh, thanks to everybody that's in the in the chat. We've got 30 strong in here. We'd love to see more of you, Lone Star Londoner. Love to see more of you. And all you got to do is go to gooneropenmic.com and enter the backstage area and we'll uh, we'll bring you on and and have a chat and get your say we'd love to to start sprinkling some new faces and names in here to go along with the with the returning guests uh also if you see the scroll at the bottom of the screen gvclive.com is where you can get information about tickets and what there is to win and what we're going to be doing on friday the 2nd of september at the uh, ridley road social house in dalston hackney uh east london and uh, if you live anywhere around the area, like, I don't know, if you live in Barnet, um, you can you can plunk down a five-quid donation and get a ticket to what should be a really, really fun evening. Um, and uh, you will actually get to observe that my wife is a real person. She's beautiful. And I have no business being married to her. Um, and, uh, and, and that's an extra bonus you get at no additional cost that evening so uh andy appreciate you joining us mate uh we're gonna we're gonna move on next to uh to scott who's in chicago who surely has some hamilton references for me today 
But uh, Andy, hope to see you next week after another. Well, I I won't be doing an open mic because I'll be at the game. So you got? Are you going uh, to any of the games? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not too sure yet. Maybe, maybe, Mikey. But um, let's see. Would love to see you at the out at the Tollington before, after, or during. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During. All right, mate. Cheers, Aston. Bye. Have a good one. Keep it on you. Thanks a lot, Mikey. Take care, buddy. Have a good one. All right. Now we go to Scott in Chicago. Where are you at? Are you are you at the Globe still? Where are you? <laughs> no, left the Globe. Uh, actually, uh, at my gym right now. Believe it or not, I got to work out in. And saw yeah, you I'm were going with, I'm going start. with not. <laughs> Since you gave <laughs> me you. the choice, I'm going with not. You know what? The, uh, the, uh, no, I'm uh, I'm pretty mellow. You know, ever since I've taken Jesus into my life, and uh, yeah, I, I, I'm adjusting to this new paradigm. Of watching Arsenal matches without stress. Ooh, must yeah, be nice. Like getting, it done, I, <laughs> getting it done early. Like I mean, the, two goals after eleven minutes. I mean, the old Arsenal could still have, have fucked that up, but I mean, the, the the game was over in eleven minutes. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, how many times last year did we, you know, watch us kind of control play in the first half, and then we get to halftime and they're like, wow, we really controlled that, but we just didn't get the goal, and now we're going to have to sweat it out in the second half, and. You know, every game now, we're just punching you in the mouth early and then stepping on your neck. And I just, I'm not used to seeing an Arsenal squad play like that. It's, uh, and you know, one thing we were talking about at the Globe today is that, like, you look at whoever's touching the ball on the pitch for us, and that guy's good at football. Whoever it is, like, whoever it is, like, oh, I wonder what that guy's going to do with it. It's like, oh my God, what's Cedric going to do to screw up now? Or damn you, Jaka! Is he going to make a mistake? Now Jaka is in a role that suits him, and everybody's in a role that suits them. And watching our new patterns of play, the new tactics we're using, uh, you know, playing with, you know, Zinchenko playing left back the way Cancelo plays it, and popping up as like an eight or a ten in the course of play. You know, Ben White getting, you know, getting the, getting all the way to the to the end line. Yeah, well, it's beautiful. Well, Aston, before you go, the answer to the question I asked Lynn before, it does appear to, that Zinchenko was kind of crying tears of, of joy and, and, and warmth and, and feeling valued and, and, and like he's home. So that's a great thing, if that is the case. Yeah, and I was going to say, it is really interesting, right? Because, like, there's been times when we've absolutely blitzed teams. Like, we, we've absolutely come out the gates. But there's been, but most of the time, like you say, we lose control, right? It'll be a good 15 minutes and then it's off, right? But we've been consistently absolutely strangling the, team, um, the teams that we've been playing. And I think a large part of that has to do with one guy that we have at the back, he's like a new signing. I know you're tired of hearing it, but William Saliba, 100% pass accuracy, 100% shot accuracy, uh, a, a goal with his left foot, and the best song in the league. What do you What do you got to say about that guy? I mean, look, I was expecting him to be a legitimate Arsenal-level center back after his three years in I didn't expect him to, after three matches, be undroppable, which he is now. And, you know, we've got this first world problem now with guys like Tomiyasu and Tierney and Smith Rowe, who we don't have a place for in the starting 11. Now, as you said, Mike, like there's going to be plenty of 
there's going to be plenty of chances. I mean, there's we, we're going to have 55 to 60 matches this year. We are going to need these guys. They're going to matter. But when you consider what we were talking about with you know Tomiyasu at this time last year, what a revelation he was, and now we can't even get him on the pitch. And that's it's just kind of remarkable to see. I mean, and, and the other this, thing that this is, this is quite a, a game right here from William Saliba. Yeah, if you if if you're just listening to this afterwards. Like Aston said, 100% pass accuracy, 100% shot accuracy, 100% long ball accuracy, 83 touches, 75 passes completed, uh, all of which found their target. Uh, five possessions won, two clearances, two tackles, two interceptions, two duels won, one shot, one goal. Um, he was also never dispossessed, which is interesting. They didn't put that up there. He wasn't dispossessed once in the game. Who's going to dispossess him? Also, when when uh, when when Ben White had a bad giveaway in the first half, and Saliba covered quite a bit of ground to clean up that mess. Yeah, Saliba, Saliba absolutely had his back, and 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 I think you're going to see more of that. And and you know the fact that Saliba isn't going to be the one making those marauding runs forward with the with the ball at his feet for Ben White to have to save him doesn't mean that Ben White sucks and Saliba's saving his ass. It means that's. That's their role as 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 center back partners, or or in this case, you know, playing next to each other on the right side of the pitch is that one is going to get further forward because they know that it's not Mustafi or Louise or somebody saving their ass or Jaka having to do it. Yeah, I mean, again, in recent years, we've pretty much always looked at our eleven and said, I hope this position, whatever this position is, like doesn't hurt us today, and we just don't have that right now. I mean, now you look out there and every player on the pitch for us, like, that guy's good at football. Like, that guy's at the level we want. And, you know, it's – I mean, it's, it, it, and watching the style we're playing, it's just beautiful attacking football. I mean, the number of times that we lose the ball and then just immediately get it right back because we're all over you. And that, by the way, is taking the pressure off of, like, our defensive mid. You know, we are no longer as Partey dependent as we were because we're not asking our six to cover huge amounts of ground and run the entire show from back there. We're getting the ball forward of him most of the time anyway. Is yeah. this our best starting? I mean, now, now that we know that Tomiyasu's back from injury, we know that Tierney's back from injury for the, for the time being. Um, is this our best starting 11 right now that's been playing these last three games? Yeah, I, I, I would say so. I mean, I mean, again, to me, we have three guys on our bench right now who are just virtual starters. I mean, in Smith Rowe, Tierney, and Tomiyasu. Like, those are all starter caliber players that just we, – we have, we have 13 outfield players who deserve to start, and only 10 of them can. So, like, I would say, is this our best 11? Yeah, but if you put in Tomiyasu for Ben White or Saliba, for that matter, I wouldn't feel like we've lost anything, you know, if, I wouldn't feel like we'd lose anything by putting here and Tierney in the game. <laughs> you know, well, where, where I'm going one. with this, where I'm going with this is if 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 we had this starting eleven every Premier League game this season, like no injuries, no need for rotation, all that, and in, in that unlikely and impossible situation, I think we are in a three-way hunt for the title. I I, I because I know that that is unlikely to be the case. And the people we bring on are not Riyad Mahrez or Phil Foden or, you know, or, or something like or or you know those caliber players necessarily. I think that's where you end up sliding down to third or fourth. 
but I think our top 11 competes with, with Liverpool's and even City's right now. Oh, Mike, I, I, Mike, I think Mike, it's, Mike, you're getting dangerous. You're getting dangerous. I'm not think, saying Arsenal will. I'm saying if, if like, somehow we had 38 games with this starting 11, I think we'd be – I mean, it's only 35 left. <laughs> we're already um, – we're already, we're like – Pretty 10, much invincible. We're already 9% of the way through a 114-point point season. If Look, if Liverpool doesn't get three points against United – we can start seriously talking about can we hang with Liverpool this year? I think we can actually start having that conversation. City, I still think, will probably be a bridge too far. If we're still hanging with them two months from now, I'll be pleasantly surprised. But I, mean, I, I do think it's reasonable to say, could we? You know, can we finish out of Chelsea? Can we finish? Out of I fancy us. I fancy us to to, to I mean, like if we had Liverpool in the next couple of weeks rather than five weeks away. I fancy, I, I would fancy us to take something off of them. Well, we've got those back-to-back home matches coming out of the September international break. We got the Derby at home, followed by Liverpool at home, and that's going to tell us a lot. I almost like it the way that we're doing it, though, because I think with this, and and don't listen. There are no easy games in the Premier League. I'm absolutely not taking anything away from our players. Leicester and Crystal Palace are, are really, really good sides. But having this little bit of a warm-up, having this little bit of a run, having a preseason where we went on a little bit of a run, I think that creates a momentum so that when we get to the Tottenham's, the Liverpool's, the Chelsea's, the City's all in a row, we're actually standing much taller and in a better place mentally to try to take on those games, you know? I, I almost hate that the international break is uh, is right before those games because yeah. we're going to – like, like, like we could very well have – six or seven wins on the trot to begin the season. And then the momentum gets disrupted by these stupid internationals. And then, you know, and then it's like all of a sudden we're playing these two top teams and, and, and all that. But um, oh, I thought Jake was going to join us, but he has a group dinner very soon, mate. <laughs> <laughs> He's apparently at James Madison University in Leicester and not in uh, Harrisonburg, Virginia. Um, no, you got to do your group dinner. Um, Scott, who's your man of the match? <laughs> just about to ask that. <laughs> my man of the match, I mean, look, I mean, it's hard to go against Saliba, but my my first impression as I was watching was Zinchenko. I think hmm. he was just so influential in so many different areas of the pitch. The way he leveraged his technical skill today to just get that ball moving forward from wherever he was was just, was just brilliant. And I thought he held his own defense. I mean, it's Bournemouth we're talking about, but I don't think he got, he got worked too badly defensively in the process. So in, in real time, my, my, uh, my observation was in Jacob. And uh, by the way, what did Saliba do today? He, he's done something in three games that, that Coquelin never did, that took Rob Holding seven years. Um, you know, and he did it with his left foot. I mean, I, I just, that that moment just—it it was amazing. Um, but one last thing I'll say here, and this is kind of remarkable. So we're, we're three games in, we have ten goals, and we're and we've got and we've won all three. If someone had told you a few weeks ago that that Bukayo Saka wouldn't have a goal involvement in our first three matches, how many goals have we scored, and what's our record? You would not have guessed where we are. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I could have believed three wins out of three if, if someone had said yeah. that, but, but for Saka to, to not have anything to do with it, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. And for him to have no degree, we've got ten goals without him factoring in any of them. I think we got nine. Um, nine? Nine. We have nine goals. Oh, nine. Okay, you're right. Nine, yeah. Whereas, whereas we had given up nine goals by this point last season. I mean, this uh. is... This is just we're we're just exercising demons, but uh, but yeah, everyone in the chat, put your man on the match in, and we and 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 after Ian goes next, I would love one more uh, one more open micer. It's gonna it'll we'll keep it to a short show today, but uh, let's get one more in here. You guys can discuss amongst you in the chat who it's gonna be, but uh, but let's get one more on here. Scott, uh, enjoy your workout, uh, or or is there like a really good restaurant there and. Uh, <laughs> That, that, no, no, well, no, I already, I already finished my workout, and then I just jumped out with you when it was done. So, Oh, nice. All right. I so, like that um, the team got him so hyped up. He's like, yeah, Arsenal, let's go pump some iron now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah more or less. I mean, I'll take any burst of energy I can get at this age. Hey, yeah, and, 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 and that was definitely a jolt of energy today. All right, Scott, talk, take care, buddy. See you later. Later, guys. All right, come on, everybody. I see you guys out there. If you're in the audience right now, you have no excuse. Go to GoonerOpenMic.com. Come in. We want to hear you. It was a great game, and you know you want to talk about it. And so it's come free. join us. It's, yeah, it's free. free. And, 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 and we're not going to pay you to come on with us. I mean, we, we don't have that kind of a budget. Wait, we're not getting um, paid? Speaking of somebody, yeah, we definitely don't have enough money to pay you. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm out. Bye. No, I'm just <laughs> I actually took about that. All right, I am getting the name right. It's Ian, right? Yeah, yeah, you're good. Okay. You're good. Like, you know, I, I'm 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 not the best with names, and, uh, and and especially you know when when people don't use their real names on things, it's uh, it's tough for me. So yeah, you know, I got warrants, so uh, you know, I gotta keep it under yeah, the yeah, radar. Well, well then, I, <laughs> I, I, then Ian, I was just kidding when I said your name. Ian, and, where are you coming in from? Uh, I'm with the uh, Virginia Beach Gooners, um, and I was down there in Orlando. Uh, big thanks for all y'all being super cool, super hospitable. Had a great time down there. Did you watch uh, the game at Froggies today? I did. I did. And, uh, you know, got people that haven't been there in a couple years uh, coming out the woodwork because uh, the boys is popping. <laughs> uh, like, look, and I, I, I wanted to start this off with three apologies. Uh, apologies, FC, uh, today. Uh, the first goes out to uh, KSE, the Cronkies. Uh, okay. and look, uh, 270 million since 2021. Like the only people that have outspent us is Chelsea. And look, compare our teams. And, and Nottingham Forest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, Lingard is a you know valuable asset. Like, but sure. Uh, <laughs> but look, look at us. Chelsea is confused. Manchester United is confused. Liverpool is confused. Who draws to start the season? And look, I have a feeling that City's going to get exposed. Like this is a spicy season. However, however, a lot of road bumps on the way. Uh, like. World Cup's going to mess us up, uh, and it's going to come down to dexterity and longevity. And because our team set up nice, I yeah, haven't we seen. Had, we had good three game runs last season yeah. too, but but so I mean, let's let's like the wolf says in, in Pulp Fiction, let's not suck, start sucking each other's dicks quite yet. But exactly, uh, oh man. <laughs> so so that was one apology. What are the other ones? All right, uh, I have uh, I have an apology to uh, I, I was a toxic granite jaca hater. Okay. And, uh, and, Haven't we and, all been? Uh, you know, and I'm, I'm for his play or for his personality <laughs> or for both. For everything, it was really the red cards and putting him in that defensive role, especially when we were plugging him in left back, and he he just 
it's clear now that he belongs in an offensive role and that's what he played for this national team that's where he shines that's where he's shining now uh that little assist to Saliba like shuts kiss and he's right at the six yard box instead of taking the shot a little a little dink off and that's that's the little touch just like when Jesus dribbled through six people a lot of strikers would have that ego that bravado they want that TikTok clip they want to finish that little touch off boom goal you know what i'm saying it's a, it's a completely different mentality it's a whole different team alba would have never done that alba would have shot laka would have shot and uh and shout out to laka for scoring you know over at leon uh, over it was a great leon, goal you know and it, it was a big run i, I haven't know? seen him run like that in like five years yeah. you know and yeah, but, I, yeah but every player on the other team is 20 percent slower though you have to remember that's true it, you know Tavares they, they, they've all got twice? 67 pace instead of 87 pace right? yeah. with the granite jaka apology i want to add a little extra apology to that which let me apologize to arson wenger because we all made fun of him when he called granite jaka a box-to-box player we're like what are you talking about that is not a box to box player. We've just had um, him in the wrong box. <laughs> We've been, like, we, that's all it was, man. It's it, it's nice to see him start shining. There's a and, joke you know, in there somewhere that we're just going to leave there. Uh, yeah, just leave his wag alone, man. We're no, not he, talking he's... about hot wives right now. Uh, but no, like in seeing him uh, after the Amazon documentary, too, um, that mm. has really changed my views. And the Amazon doc has really changed my views on a lot of stuff because I was so pro Alba. And now I'm like, oh. Oh, um, but so I, I really want Alba to. Third one, you want to apologize okay. to? Uh, about uh, Alba? Well, no, it, my my, yeah, well, I might, it probably should, but it was to Nuno, Nuno Tavares, who I also was. Uh, I tried to support him early on, but those big mistakes, especially like at Liverpool and stuff, I just I wrote him off. And I think uh, him in a more offensive role, just like Jock, is really kind of what we need. But it, what we're looking for is those inverted inverted wings you know like how Zinchenko is playing now and that's really what has kind of changed everything for us it plugs that hole behind Jaka, lets him go up front and uh I don't think that's really Tavares style you know so do you think he comes back as kind of a winger rather than a defensive player at all I mean period I mean I, I don't know that left wing is exactly where we're going to bring in someone trying out a new position given we've got Martinelli Smith yeah. Rowe um and Marquinhos yeah. looks looks prime to to take that right uh, right the right side. Uh, yeah, I mean, bro, he is late. That boy is built. He is a brick house, and and he's performing for the U twenty threes. And I, I I just wonder whether this is the season, or I mean, because you know the question then becomes with 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 10, 12 days left in the uh, transfer window, do we still bring in this this right sided yeah. wide player? Um, you know, or are we? okay with with you know because we're if we get rid of uh, if we get rid of pepe which it looks like that's going to happen not on a great financial basis but it's going to happen they'll cover some um, of it yeah then then i mean are we are we then going with marquinhos or are we going with someone from the outside i if it was up to me i would invest in another central midfielder before i went for a right winger and i would let marquinhos give it give it a role and if not you know like I think we're adaptable enough to fill that hole and uh, and dare I say, maybe even give some of the youth some some minutes in your in Europa and see if, yeah. uh, you know, they're hungry enough for it. But yeah, that that worries me a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I just I almost think in some positions you need three that you're comfortable with. Obviously, the third one isn't going to be, you know, Saka, Mares, Foden quality. 
Okay. But you know, I, I, I'm just not so sure Marquinhos would be that one. But uh, I mean, are we ready to pay the Pino money or the Musa Dembele money? That's really what it comes down to. I mean, Paqueta we were linked to too, but I'm not sure if I keep asking people to pay the, the Pino money and, and no one wants to pay the yeah. Pino. Vieira, Vieira, we're seeing play at uh, U23 level. He was well when we was playing for the under 23s. They played him on the right, so that yeah. could be possibly an option there too. That is true. People, know. people forget that. But Arteta forced him. Like Arteta was like, "You have to play him on the right." I don't know if that's where he mm. prefers. I, I haven't Absolutely. seen enough of his comps, but well, if Arteta decided to put him there, then that's where he goes. Yeah, no, seriously, like. Yeah, I, I try. I trust the, the process. I trust the process. I, I'm hands off now. I'm like you. You do do your thing. Josh Cronky, do your thing. Like congratulations. You. I mean, you're even growing wrong. your beard out in honor of Josh. <sighs> and like, I'm gonna do a little gray streak down here. I'm gonna. Ashton, when when you when you were chilling with Josh. Yeah. When we we were just hanging day. out, you know, like playing cards and when you, you know was, talking when, the shit. When you when you guys was boys, um, did he scare you? Who, Josh? Yeah, um, I mean, like, was just, he, did, were you well, like one of the things that surprised me? Like Josh, Dynasty, is, like, like, Josh is taller than me, which was yeah, one thing yeah, that yeah. little, but but no, no, he's more of a he's a very charming guy. He he was one of those guys. It's like I I wanted to be scared, but then he made me feel safe. You know, like it <laughs> no, just looked deep in my eyes. He he reminds me of if Tony Robbins, uh, like. <laughs> <laughs> Had you don't a baby. Even need to mix him with anyone else because that's Tony, exactly no, 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 what no. Is. Tony Robbins has a baby with Benedict Cumberbatch's uh, Doctor Strange character, and it's <laughs> there. You go, there you go. Yeah. You know, we're handing out apologies, and one of the apologies I want to hand out uh, because we haven't talked about him. How the hell have we talked about the guy that scored two goals today? <sighs> I don't know. I mean. Just uh, put that out there, Brazil third kid. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh my god, he's gone! Oh my god, he's gone! Oh, he's okay. a ghost. Hey, no, it's got, <laughs> hey, the Brazil third kit, by the way, is fantastic. It's black and gold. Has the reflective gray on it. You can't really see it. But, Who, who's on the? Uh, do you, do you it's Martinelli. Uh, it's Martin. It's Martinelli on the back. Yeah, it's it's, yeah. it's a great kit. It matches our black and gold a little bit. It, it's it's slightly off but and it's a nike kit but it's it's fantastic for anyone who who was angry at odegaard for not shooting when he had that opportunity i think it was last week or was it against palace um i don't you got your wish today dude yeah odegaard dude, took, dude took his chances uh i mean he the took first other goal, people's chances he took well he took other people's chances happily <laughs> like, like 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 would abba or alexis have like gone to the corner and sulked don't you think like like whereas Jesus was celebrating because he actually backed off of it? There's communication going on. Like, like again, I just keep wanting to assign awful things to last year's team and the year before, but they two guys they would have run into each other and both been down with season-ending injuries in, in, in a previous year. And instead they they harmonized, they got to it. Odegaard probably called him off. Jesus heard it, and uh, and what a finish. But and but I mean, even just the first goal, just to be Johnny on the spot like that when 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 the the original was the original shot from Martinelli. Yeah, the original shot was from Martinelli right. from the reverse pass from Jesus, and then oh. even he almost got an assist. Remember, yeah. don't forget, Jesus beats three guys on the way to that. By the way, and then yeah. just lays it off perfectly yeah. for Martinelli. Uh, Martinelli essentially uh, uh, cuts it back via a <laughs> shot to to Odegaard. Yeah, um, I 
I feel mm -hmm. a trademark kind of hallmark season establishing uh, super goal in our near future, kind of Norwich, Tiki Taki, Jack Wilshire oh, it's, it's, level. Like it's, just it's something, something that's going to get just so viral that people are going to be like, okay, they're here. I mean, we already know. We already know we're here. We're scoring like, against we're next so, week. We're so invested. In, uh, but I don't think people realize we're here yet. So I'm, I'm waiting for that one influential goal that really people are like, oh, oh, okay. These guys are for real. So yeah, I, so, I think it's um, coming in the next few games. So this this uh, relatively new um, podcast has a uh, has gone come in here and asked if uh, it's called the Gooner Talk has would Saliba Strike have gone in if he hadn't have spent a year on loan with with Marseille? In short, shouldn't Arteta have been credited with his goal instead? I that would cause them to fall out again because we all know that they fell out and that and that he ruined Saliba as a player, as a human being, um, and did him dirty. Um, and that none of the decisions were, were were good, and it was awful to send him to Marseille, especially with Wenduzi there to 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 ruin him and sustain <laughs> his mindset. Um, so I think if if Arteta pulls a cane and tries to take credit for the goal, they're just going to fall out again, and we don't need that, right? Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, when I when I talked to Saliba, he was like, "I hate this place. I hate Arteta. I never want to play for this club." And I'm like, "Saliba, calm down. I promise you, me. we will we will get together. We will come up with a song so infectious <laughs> that you'll never want to leave us." And here we are. And you guys all have me to thank. And I long may it continue. Long may yeah. it continue. Everything this season. And we're going to be doing a lot of open mic shows this season. Everything this season is going to come down to what happened when Aston was one-on-one -on -one with, <laughs> with ex-player, manager, coach, owner, uh, founder of the club. I mean, like, like, like we're, we're just going to – I used to have the one thing that I could go back on and be like, oh, yeah, when I talked to Josh uh, in, in 2019 in Denver, he told us this, that Aston now has that for every single person involved with the team. Like including like the marketing managers and the and the the you know the advanced scouting team and and all that. So um, so yeah, big, big up the Arsenal staff by the way. They're all class. And but but also I was kind of get I was kind of hinting at it. One of the bet the best thing that I think that I did. I yes, it was wonderful meeting the players and the managers, but meeting the fans and boy did our fans come through today. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's let's. Everyone's been giving them, you know, man of the match, and I, I'm no different. I, I think so loud. Thirteen hundred. It's the smallest. It's the smallest away allocation. I believe it's thirteen hundred, whereas you know, three, four thousand sometimes at a, at an Old Trafford or, um, or you know, a lot of them at Villa Park and 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 Etihad. Um, it's thirteen hundred with three hundred going to corporate, so it's only actually a thousand. It's. I mean, it's a competitive away ticket. We know that, but uh, but unbelievable showing from the away supporters. I am, uh, and I don't know how much longer this will continue. Although I will be at, at Old Trafford, uh, but I, I am so fortunate for being able to experience the away crowd feeling over both in you know on the continent. Unfortunately, during Europa leagues. Well, no, I've been to Champions League game on the continent, but you know in England, it's just it's such a different experience, and yeah. Two to, a tale of two stories, two awful Crystal Palace defeats, both Monday night massacres five years ago and then the last one last last April. Um, the first one turned toxic. The last one ended with us losing, what was it, 3-0? 3-0. 
And the people who remain there at the very end stayed there to, to chant, we've got super Mick Arteta. So even in the spite of an awful loss that came after, you know, in, at the beginning of a pretty, you know, shocking stretch that continued after that, the away fans were still there to pick up the team. And it's, it's, it starts with them. And I'm, I'm stealing this from, from Sophie because it was brilliant. It starts with the away fans last season. It spreads to the home fans. It spread to the summer tour fans uh, this summer and was handed directly back to the home fans and, 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 and to the away fans now. And it's just this, this synergy of, of, of support going on right now that's just blowing my mind, and I cannot wait. I was so hoping for a good game today just so that we would still be on that high going into next week, and I, I can't wait to get there and, and be part of this. Um, it's a good time to be an Arsenal fan, and it's a good time to be there in person if you can be. So, um, did we ask you for your man of the match? Uh, I mean, look, it, it's uh, it's super Mick Arteta. Look, it, it, I, I love what he's doing, man. Like, we are at one. We are a team. We are one symbiotic being, and you can tell by the flow of the defense, the midfield, the perfect inversion of our wingers now, like completely changing the roles of everything. So, uh, of course, it's Odegaard, two goals. Uh, the man's been covering so much ground. Uh, I mean, the first game of the season he covered, what, it was like 12 kilometers, more than anybody else in the in the league. He's stepping up and filling the captain's shoes and, you know, two goals. What can you say against him? So uh, I give it to Odegaard, but an asterisk for Super Mick. He is uh, he is just doing the thing, man. And, uh, and again, big apologies to KSC and all the hateful things I've said attached to hashtags in the past. <laughs> to to therefore give them even more ability to be spread wildly across the uh, the internet like a like a forest fire. I have since deleted them. So, <laughs> couple, couple memes are still up. Couple memes are still up because they. I mean, you can't get it. You can't so get everything without taking value. down everything. You can't. You know, just a lot of production yeah. value went into these. So yeah, some of the some of that was gold. You can't throw out the gold, but <laughs> we can we we can say we can rewrite a narrative. Matter of fact, exactly. why don't we do this? Let's come up with some new like ksc loving memes i tried to start i tried to start a ksc positive trolling account but oh. everything that i did connected with the crunky name uh, like it'll let me create the account and then 10 seconds later it's completely banned so there is a crunky <laughs> blacklist if you're trying to create accounts it's not going to work because i was trying to do a stone cold stand crunky and just come in and talk shit like stone cold on on crunky out hashtag oh my god and, <laughs> stone cold <laughs> promo crunky I had the photoshops ready to go, like Photoshop Crokey's face on Stone Cold's body. It was Champions League, <laughs> League Cup, uh, <laughs> FA Cup, Premier League, Littlewoods Cup, the Colorado Florida Cup. Cup. Rattlesnake said so. <laughs> oh, I'm enjoying this, and uh, no, thanks and, for having uh, me on again, guys. And uh, Gary's, I, no, hey man, anytime you come yeah. on, you'll get on. This is. Um, we are not, I mean, let's just, you know, let's be transparent here. We are not at the level where we've got 90 people shooting for 10 spots at this point. So if you come to Gooners op GoonerOpenMike.com, you will get on. You yeah. will have your say. It was, and, yeah, I only uh, had to pay $100. It was super easy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the, there is a, uh, there's a paywall. You have to go to our Patreon, which is <laughs> patreon.com forward slash TGP. 
It all goes um, to uh, Gooners Nurse Cancer, which it does. The, ent sure the entry level plans are, are are affordably priced at nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine dollars a month. So um, it's for the kids. You, know, you get such value for money for the and, kids. Uh, for the kids. It's, yeah, it's for the kids. Um, kids, your credit, your mom, your dad will be fine. Just use the credit card, mm. uh, and you'll be fine. So, um, all right. So, Aston, your man of the match today. Did we do that? Uh, my man of the match, oh, it's going to be a hard one. I think it has to go to Odegaard, even though obviously if I, if we are including everyone that was there, it goes to the fans. The fans were absolute class on another level. Listen, everyone that was there, I think you have to include Lee Dixon in that. No. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, like, but, but I, I honestly mean this. I mean, like, sit, like sit back, t drink it in. We may not be the best team in the league yet, but do we not have the best away fans, period? Like, I don't even yeah. think it's a questionable anymore. Um, real quick, before we we, we jump off, I do want to say um, rest in peace, Steve ba um, Braddock, yeah. um, groundskeeper, absolutely, absolutely keeping our pitch spotless for years and years and years. The type of pitch that people were jealous of, we won so many awards for that. It was a joke. Right. So big up, big, big him up. Uh, you will be missed. Um, and also, you know, our condolences and, you know, our thoughts with your family. If um, not for him, Gabriel would, would never have found those four teeth. <laughs> I mean, that, that Gabriel, if Gabriel seemed a little bit off today, that, that was why. Bro, once his hair plugs come in and the veneers are shining, bro, he is going to be out, out dripping Rob Holding, like real talk. He, like. He's going to have like only 10% of his head is actually going to be We're going to have an attractive back four. And that, that you know, Ben White, the Tiger Oof. King, man. Saliba. Saliba. And look, and here's the, here's the cool thing. I will I will end on this. Um, we've done, or we're starting to do the Liverpool rebuild without having to sell Coutinho. We've held on to Saka. Like that was going to be our Coutinho. That was going to be our hundred plus million selling. And we didn't have to do that. And we've completely <laughs> rebuilt our back line. We're Van Dyking it out. And uh, <laughs> uh, don't, don't, don't search that hashtag. Um, but well, uh, well, what, we, what we've, what we've done that Liverpool yeah. didn't do is we've, we've spent a lot of money, yeah. whereas they actually had almost, you know, a, a relatively okay. small Thanks, net spend to do it because of those two sales, but you do it how you have to yeah. do it. And it took clock five, and people don't really well, think about that, you know. And we're on track to do it in a, way quicker than that. So, but again, I mean, slow, you your, know, slow your roll, slow your roll. Good start. We are getting 114 points, but, yeah. but you know, somehow goal difference will, even though that means that we will have beat teams, but you know, we'll still, we'll, they'll still find a way. Mike Dean will take it away from us. I'm I'm sure. Yeah, everybody remember it's only been three games. Let's not let's not set us up for the memes. But speaking of memes, uh, you're going down with United. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was great. That was fun. What a chance! Oh, oh that was yes. Saucy, saucy. Oh. Do you think that? Do you do you think that? Just random thoughts here. Uh, do you think that Gabriel's rethinking his hair plugs after he saw what happened with Cucurella last week? Like like. <laughs> There's never been a better time to be bald in the in the Premier League. I think. By the way, Mike Dean is banned from VAR for the rest of the season. I don't know if you know that. Like, <laughs> is he? Yeah, he is 100 banned from VAR. They excused him from the VFR panel because after that. You're kidding. Well, he, 
No, not kidding. Not kidding. Look it up. That's that's actually that. Whoa. Do we yeah. actually have some accountability going on? Because yeah. the thing that grossed me out wasn't just that they made the, just the most ridiculous call. But the fact that he they came out and they said, oh, I only had five seconds and I couldn't determine if it was violent conduct. Oh, when is grabbing someone's hair not violent conduct? He, was he just back there just braiding it? Like, if he's like, Granite Xhaka oh. had done that, he <laughs> just, would, Scott Lanyard week, would have yeah. opened up an investigation. Like, like they would have made us – they would have quit. They would have kicked him out of the league. They would yeah. have literally kicked yeah. Granite Jaka out of the league if he did something like that. One hundred percent. But Mike it, Dean it's is just, the Spurs it's fan. just it's just for this week. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's not for the season. It's not for the season. But but uh, but, but still, yeah, I, I was going to be shocked about that actually. But uh, yeah, ditch wow. the VAR. Yeah. Controversy. yeah, I guess I just read the headline. That's what I get. Yeah, yeah, well, dude, that's you know, that's. <laughs> Gotta read, read the, the article. Gotcha. You read the English newspapers and just read the headline. You get a you get no sense of. Wait, we did slime Vlahovic. Oh, never mind. Oh, you're like, oh wait, yeah. Well, I mean, listen, if if refs are starting to get punished and being removed, long may it continue. I'm sorry, like I listen. Let's be. I, I'll take. That's how bad it's been. Is I will take the smallest, like little bit of change in accountability from the refs because it's been. Absolutely. And let's be honest, that game was a joke. Like the, the, the calls in that game, that wasn't the only one. That was just the worst one. Yeah. Great game for a neutral, especially <laughs> a neutral who doesn't absolutely hate Tottenham like we do. I mean, we we aren't exactly neutral in that game, but yeah. great, great entertaining game if you didn't have like an overly invested uh in the result, but yeah. but the referees absolutely ruined that game. But at the um, same time, it's a draw. They dropped two points each, so yeah, no, it's probably the best outcome from a from a pure yeah. table standpoint. All right, guys. Uh, well, that'll do it for the night. Since uh, since no one has stepped up to the plate to do uh, to do the open mic, we are going to end here just as well. Um, I'm going. I'm go, I got got to figure out how to uh, how to do this now as a as an empty nester. I almost said an open micer. Uh, I'm just going to call into open mic comedy shows and see what I can do. Uh, Mike, but, will you uh, stop hinting at it? I will come live with you. Fine, <laughs> I'm I'm coming. Let's go. I, I I'm sure Jake's room said I'm fine. Was, how long it was going to take? Just don't get upset with me when I keep saying bet. Every, every <laughs> Why did we teach you that word? <laughs> Dead ass, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm low key, I'm low key excited about uh, about oh, asking fuck me. <laughs> Well, Mike, Mike, that one hit different. Yeah, no, it's. Uh, I, I know that I come across as a little mid when I say that stuff. Oh, oh shit! Gee. No. Gee. You'll have to deal with me listening to. You'll have to deal with my newest musical fetish right now, which is I just I, I can't stop listening to Lil Nas X, and I'm not even kidding you right now. I love I love his stuff. Just old country roads on repeat, huh? Oh, oh my god, god. that's yeah. great. I thought well, that song I'm from Virginia. I know. As long as we're here, I thought that song was a sent like the entire song was a sample from something. And I went to try to find the original, and that is the original. I thought that I thought that song was like an old country road song that they turned it or that they turned into a uh in, into like a new kind of country rap song. And, uh, and it was, that is pure artistry of little brand new with Billy Ray Cyrus. No, that's a great song and uh, industry yeah. baby. Up, look up his Nike shoes. Like those things were amazing, and they had a little vial of blood with them. But no, were they were they popping? Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah, were. Then, there was a huge. Can you wear Nike shoes with Adidas shirt though? Because I only because, have Adidas shirt. Yeah, because they weren't really Nike approved. Yeah. They were like it was his own shoes. It was like, it was like a, but they were dope. Yeah. 
Yo, dude is dude is fire at marketing. Wait, shit! I just taught you another word. Stop. I know. Look, I know. I I I know more than you think. I just shouldn't be using. I love how Ian <laughs> keeps appearing and disappearing. <laughs> All but right. But used to be, but now he's not. Look, I'm a Man City fan. I lo- I love how the, like our, our <laughs> having a perfect. That, that hit that hit me. A, a well, 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 speaking of that, speaking of that, real quick, that's Our exactly having like a great football podcast, and we're having like a <laughs> shitty non football. Like, we're just like digging around, but but like speaking of the Man City, like ghost, like that's why Zinchenko is crying because he's like, wow, is this what it's like to play good and have people actually care? Is this yeah, what having I mean, fans is like? What I've, I've, I've been to that stadium twice. And both for uh, Champions League games, one in the group stage, one in uh, that was the quarterfinal, and it's just not like hype for 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 the team. It's because like until they got to the final or the semifinal, they probably just weren't like anybody like, oh, there. This is not new to us, or you know, we we should be doing better. I, I just I was on the I was on the the tram back to the main. Like there's a there's like a trolley or like a I forget what it's called but it's like a streetcar tram type of system and then there's this other thing that you have to take to the stadium and and um, and I was on that on my way home from the original one and there was somebody like we were so packed together I could see what this guy was typing on his phone to his friend and he was bitching about Cancelo and mm-hmm. like and and Rodri and and like like. Uh, I'm like, what are you? How fucking spoiled have you become? He was an old guy too, so like you wouldn't have thought. Like he was used to Stephen Ireland and 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 yeah. worse, a hell of a lot worse than that. So yeah, you don't see too many old city fans. Like, yeah, it, especially yeah, exactly. old city fans who are who are bandwagon. <laughs> so so did you hear? By the way, Z, uh, Zinni and the boys were actually singing the Saliba song in the locker room. Yeah, like you love to see it. You love to yeah. see it. Yeah, they're they're, they're never going to get anything like that. I I honestly wonder. It's like, can, do they melt? Do city fans melt because they're made of plastic? <laughs> Look, here's the here's the thing. If you haven't experienced the lows with your club, all the winning, all that doesn't mean shit. Like it, you can jump on the bandwagon when they're winning everything, but you haven't been in the ditches. With it, like, it, it really and just stressing out every single week because your club is falling apart, and then seeing it build back slowly, it's so much more fulfilling. And that never understand really, that. Really, really is true. Like, like yeah. I mean, and you know, again, this is I mean, city just been the last 12, 13 years, but. What sucks? I mean, okay, losing the Champions League final sucks. Uh, blowing a lead to to Real Madrid the way they did in the semifinals last year that sucks. But like, what true like struggles have they had since two thousand and nine? You know, narrowly missing out on winning the league or or getting knocked out of a cup because they were putting together this you know rampant. It, it's just you can't you can't replicate the highs and the lows unless you have the lows and, yeah. and I, that's not just in sports that's in that's in life you appreciate things more you know you have personal relationships with people that have gone through some hard times and you know and when things are going well you appreciate it more because you remember what it you know what it was or what it could be and it's it's uh it's phenomenal and and trust me we we have ha- i mean the, the 
I mean, I don't even want to say it, uh, about a team that has had nothing but lows for the last 55 years. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, we've had a lot of lows over the last 14, 15 years compared to what we shouldn't. We've suffered enough. If this is the year to, to get to really celebrate something, not just an FA Cup, but something greater, or if this is the year that, that, that is a stepping stone to the future being able to do that, I, I might physically explode and not know how to handle myself. Well, you had to. We had to suffer through the Mustafis and the uh, uh, Socrates to get to the Salibas, right? Like, not not only that, we, we had to. Not everyone would have had to, but we did. <laughs> we we've literally watched um, the the not only the fans go at each other, players going at each other. We had Raul Sinelli and and Mislintat going at each other. Like we've experienced it at every single level. And you know, honestly, you know, now that you're saying that, that's a really good point. And I'm glad that you brought up the highs and the lows because is that why Arteta is a better going to be a better coach than Pep? Cause Arteta from the moment he walked in understood that what he needed to do, what, how to re- that he needed to reach the fans. He needed to right. create a right. sense of unity. Pep's never had that. He's in he, he, control his whole life. And, and this is what I've said about, you know, look, I'm I'm not calling Ancelotti a bad coach. I'm not calling Jose Mourinho a bad coach. He's an awful person, but he's all right as a coach. Uh, when he has when he has a situation that he needs and he's still interested in. I'm not calling Tuchel a bad coach. I'm not calling Klopp a bad coach at all. Klopp is the closest thing to what I see Mikel Arteta becoming because he actually did take over a mediocre team, spin them through a cycle where they purged a couple of their best players rebuilt and and became great in his image um that's why i've always looked at liverpool not city not chelsea but liverpool as the model of what we ought to become and and we're really fitting that model even in a different way like you said ian but like the the um if if he does and and again we're getting so far ahead of ourselves at this point and i recommend <laughs> but if he does bring us to whatever you see as the promised land whether that's a a, a a domestic title which i still am not convinced is possible because of the existence of man city or whether you know whether it's europa league title this year i mean whatever that promised land is where you'll be like we've made it and, and we can now say we've done it and let's keep it going instead of like, oh, this is where we're headed. This is where we're headed. If he does that, it's a greater accomplishment than, than Ancelotti will have ever done because he's taken teams and just kept them from losing, um, you know, than, than Pep has done since he coached at Barcelona B. Uh, because they've always been able to be incredible managers of men, comp- you know, scouts of talent, uh ability to have a team play at its peak performance, which we all know from, you know, from a lot of sports, you know, basketball being one of them, they're, they're Phil Jackson's. They're incredible at taking very, very talented players and putting them together. So they play at a team. You've seen a lot of guys who can't do that. They get an assemblance of good players and just can't get them to play together. Pochettino. Exactly. That's a good example. And I'd even almost say other than the champions league finals, uh, uh, I, I'd almost say, um, uh, uh, Benitez, Rafa Benitez, yeah, yeah, uh, probably underperforms with 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 what he's been given. Even though I do think he's a very good coach, Arteta has the opportunity to have taken a team from any, from lower than any of these other teams are, and bringing them up to that to that level. And there's not a lot of coaches that can do that. I would I would put Jurgen Klopp in that category almost by himself. 
And let me say this too, uh, the big difference with us too, and, and not a lot of people are talking about this, this is the first time in maybe 18, 20 years when every single one of our players that, uh, except for maybe one or two in our depth, have sell-on value now. Yeah. We can sell people and make money. Like it, uh, We didn't make any money getting rid of all the deadwood, but we got their numbers off our books, and that was the big thing. Getting all those numbers off our books was the huge thing. About to get Pepe's numbers somewhat off the books, but we're going to have to bite the bullet and pay some of it for Nice. But shout out to Nice for just doing the business for the past two yeah. seasons, man. Like Ramsey, Schmeichel, like for the Derby of all Derbies, I think it's December 9th, uh, the Nice Breast Derby. Mm. <laughs> if you look up on the screen, it says Nice Breast. Um, and, uh, and, and it's. There you go. It's fantastic. It's yeah. It's, I need that scarf. I need that scarf. That, oh yeah, that, that challenge that's scarf. Half, half scarf that I want. <laughs> There's a word for what you're. And I'll saying. wear it as like a tube top. <laughs> first, first of all, first of all, Mike. Anytime I can see you in a tube top, I'm down. All right, let's get this going. We're doing yeah. the Gooner Gooners v Cancer uh, no, calendar. Gooners v tube tops. Gooners, on, on fat men. Gooners v Gooners decency. V fat Jewish tube tops. Gooners v. Decency, common decency, okay? Uh, The word that we're talking about with Arteta that I think that we're all kind of honing in on is he's creating value. He's creating value. Whereas players came in, Emil Smith-Rowe wouldn't be as valuable if Arteta wasn't here, Saka. Even players he's bought, Tommy Yasu, Gabrielle, Ramsdale, like these are players that you don't, you do not see the value. Matter of fact, forty-five million for a Gabriel Jesus is looking like a steal for the player that we're using him as. I mean, forty-five million for him, but they're going to go turn around we, and pay if, like. If, if we what? had to liquidate our team, but not under duress, to where teams knew that they could lowball us. Like if we were just like, you know what? I'm sorry, guys. Uh, we gotta, we gotta just sell all of our players. Like I, I don't know. Yeah, you know, because the Cronkies want their money back or whatever, whatever it is. <laughs> we have to like, get the new Super League. That's. Uh, I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, thirty million dollar entry fee. Saliba, 70, 75, 80 million? Uh, yeah. I a hundred easy. If if Fafana's go, if Fafana's going for eighty, if Fafana's going for eighty, Fafana William like, Saliba did not get dispossessed today. Look, look, look at our like all, all of a sudden we're now fast. trying to figure out how whether we can make a billion pounds or not through just selling all of our players or not. Like like we've gone like, from from oh my god we might have you know like will Saka resign his contract to like oh, but, but we could have a billion pounds and then we could just spend it all on Mbappe. This is going to be the interesting be run, thing. Mbappe and Neymar would just be running around the pitch by themselves. What are we going to put in Saka's new contract and what are we going to put because Martinelli has to be put. Uh, on a new contract too. I mean, Saka signed. You know I thought Martinelli started on when he came. It was super low. It was, was it like no. five? No, uh, he, it was he's ninety. Like, really? Yeah, eighty or seventy-five or ninety. I think is what he started on. Wait, did he? He well, didn't. He didn't come during. Spence he came time, during Raul. He came during Raul. He was post. Uh, he's post Millistant, right? Like. Or, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. He was Kadjidjau's uh, find, I think, under uh, under Senyehi. Before Adu was after Adu was hired, but before he officially took over, because Pepe's the, Pepe and someone else is the last Sven, right? Uh, Cedric was Sven. Um, yeah, Pepe was, was Raul. Pepe was oh I, oh I meant I I meant Cedric was Raul. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, because it was that was the year that we got. It wasn't at Tierney Torreira, and then Martinelli was like the surprise package. Torreira was was a couple years before that. It was Tierney, um, Tierney Saliba, Pepe. Um, God, that's when we bought Saliba. Jesus, Tierney Saliba, Pepe, Luis. Um, had for two years. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah, we bought him in the we bought him in 2019. So he, he his first three seasons. Well, the first season was the loan back to San Etienne that we knew about. Then came the 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 loan during COVID to Nice. Then came the the Marseille loan, which I mean that was the most important loan of all. And uh, and now he's now he's a you know two hundred and ninety million pound player. And now the uh, boy has become a man. If they okay, if they sold, if Arsenal sold all their players, netted a billion pounds. And said, "We're going to spread this amongst the top fifteen podcasts." Mm. Mm. This is a dividend. Um, mm-hmm. 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 I'm with you. I'm with you. Continue. Come on. Okay. I believe that breaks down to two hundred thousand pounds per podcast. We could we could get some like additional pro, uh, production values for that. And yet Arsenal can't pay me for the commercial. Mm. No, they paid mm. you. In, they paid you. And um, I almost said the p word, but. Uh, <laughs> You'll recoup it on the back end. That's what they. Which, 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 I've, which I've learned a new word for. Apparently, narn is. Uh, is, 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 is oh, wow. I don't even if, know that one. If I was upstairs and had my bell, I would be able to. Uh, yeah, but uh, so yeah, let's let's end the podcast on that, Arnie. We, we went Arnie, on for a while. We went will you be waiting in the airport for me during yeah, my layover? Um, I, I will be there at like five a.m. on Wednesday morning, so I will see you there. Um, if not, then you are no longer welcome to, to no. be uh, you know, to be a user of the podcast. But. Shout out Iceland! I had a great time there. Pingvellir National Park went scuba diving there, man. Uh, did you I go went, there to go there? Or did oh, you go yeah. there? I did stay there for like, like three three weeks, bro. Like, oh, uh, yeah, Blue Lagoon, uh, like hot springs, man. That place is lit, and the nightlife is lit. All the girls are hot. Um, yeah, the dating pool out there is slim, so they love. So will I, Army. So will I. I'll, I'll, in fact, I'll be so drunk that I'm just going to come up to every single person I see and just, are you Arnie? Even though we've met, I'm just going to be like, are we, are you Arnie? Are you Arnie? I know Arnie Arneson. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to be wearing a sandwich board that says, I know Arnie Arneson. And, um, and then on the other side, it'll say, do you know who I am? (laughs) Mike thinks he's really funny and, and clever when he's drunk and. Not so much. Not so much. All right, all right, all right, ladies all right. and gentlemen. Uh, we did we will, it. We will Yay. stop this here. Um, I have to clean up and redo the outro because apparently the first sixteen minutes have uh, have music that I had been told was was um, was free of charge, but it turns out it, it isn't. So I've, so I'm not going to play the outro. Uh, so we will just end here. But uh, thanks for joining us. Another successful one. We might be able to get our shit together to have some non-me people doing uh, doing uh, post-game open mics while I'm reveling at the games and at the Tollington and at whatever pub in Manchester I happen to be going to. We shall see. Uh, we will end up with, I don't know if Tom is still in here or not, but the live Amazon documentary, All or Nothing, Tom Canton's Wedding, next Friday. Um I will be live streaming. I'll be wearing one of those GoPros uh, and just 
sending the entire wedding out and you'll get to hear the moment where where the priest asks if uh if there's anyone who objects and my wife ends up tackling me as i'm running down to the to to the uh to the altar and all that good stuff so um so it'll be fun but uh last words aston yeah the last words i know we're being silly we're being fun but i always like to end with a a moment of positivity and reminding us that for once in the first time in God knows how long. Every single one of us is united and on message. There's only one Arsenal, one one Arteta, and we are all backing the team. And I love to see it, and long may it continue. Come on, you Gunners. Come on, 